This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. Uncle Remus by Joel Chandler Harris Chapter 27 Why Mr. Possum Has No Hair on His Tail It looked like to me, said Uncle Remus, frowning, as the little boy came hopping and skipping into the old man's cabin, did I see a young un bout yo size playing and making free with dem our chillins or old Miss Favors yesterday, and when I see dat, I drap my axe, and I come in here and sot flat down right where you're sitting now, and I say to myself that it's bout time for old Remus for to hang up and quit. That's just exactly what I say. "'Well, Uncle Remus, they called me,' said the little boy, in a penitent tone. "'They come and called me, and said they had a pistol and some powder over there.' "'There now!' exclaimed the old man indignantly. "'There now! What I been saying! It's just a born blessing that you weren't brung home on a litter with both eyeballs hanging out, and one ear clean gone. That's what tis. It's just a born blessing.' It hoped me up mightily the other day when I hear Miss Sally laying down the law about you and dem favors chillins. Yet, lo and behold, the first news I knows you is hand and glove with him. It's nuff for to fetch old Miss right up out of dat burying ground from down there in Putman County, and what your grandma wouldn't a stood, me and your ma ain't gwine to stand nutter. And the next time I hear about such a come-off as this, right then and there, I'm bound to lay the case for Miss Sally. Them's favorses want no count for the war, and they want no count in doing the war. And they ain't no count afterwards. And whilst my head's hot, you ain't going to go mixin' up yourself with the riff-raff of creation. The little boy made no further attempt to justify his conduct. He was a very wise little boy, and he knew that, in Uncle Remus's eyes, he'd been guilty of a flagrant violation of the family code. Therefore, instead of attempting to justify himself, he pleaded guilty and promised that he would never do so any more. After this there was a long period of silence broken only by the vigorous style in which Uncle Remus puffed away at his pipe. This was the invariable result. Whenever the old man had occasion to reprimand the little boy, and the occasions were frequent, he would relapse into a dignified but stubborn silence. Presently the youngster drew forth from his pocket a long piece of candle. The sharp eyes of the old man saw it at once. "'Don't you come a-tellin' me that Miss Sally gun you that?' he exclaimed. "'Cause she didn't. And I lay you had to be monster sly for you got a chance for to snatch up that piece of kennel. "'Well, Uncle Remus,' the little boy explained, "'it was lying there all by itself, and I just thought I'd fetch it out to you.' "'That's so, honey,' said Uncle Remus, greatly mollified. "'That's so.' "'Cause by now some of dem yother niggers had a gone and had her lit up.' 
Dey are mighty biggity, dem house niggers is, but I notices dat dey don't let nothin' pass. Dey goes long wid de hands and de mouth open, and what one don't catch, de other one do. There was another pause, and finally the little boy said, Uncle Remus, you know you promised today to tell me why the possum has no hair on his tail. Law, honey, ain't you done and forgot that often your mind yet? It looked like to me, continued the old man, leisurely refilling his pipe, that she sort of run like this. One time old Br'er Possum, he get so hungry, he did, that he bleeds fur to have a mess of persimmons. He monstrous lazy man, old Br'er Possum was, but by and by his stomach begun to growl and holler at him so that he had to rack round and hunt up something. And whiles he was rackin' round, who should he meet up with but Br'er Rabbit? And they was hail fellers, cause Br'er Possum, he ain't been botherin' Br'er Rabbit like them other creatures. They sot down by the side of the big road, and there they jabberin' confab mongst one another. Twill by and by, old Br'er Possum, he take and tell Br'er Rabbit to most pesh out, and Br'er Rabbit, he lip up in the air, he did, and smack his hands together, and say that he knew right where Br'er Possum can get a bader persimmons. Then Br'er Possum, he say war, and Br'er Rabbit, he say which twas over at Br'er Bar's persimmon orchard. Did the bear have a persimmon orchard, Uncle Remus? the little boy asked. Co, sonny, cause in dem days Br'er Bar was a bee hunter. He make his living findin' bee trees, and the way he find em, he plant em some persimmon trees, which the bees did come and suck the persimmons, and then old Br'er Bar, he'd watch em where they go, and then he'd be mighty apt fur to come up with em. No matter about dat, the persimmon patch was there just like I tell ya, and old Br'er Possum mouth begun to water, soon's he hear talk of em. And most full Br'er Rabbit done tellin' him de news, Br'er Possum, he put out, he did, and twa'n't long fore he was perch up in de highest tree in Br'er Bar's persimmon patch. But Br'er Rabbit, he done determinin' for to see some fun, and whiles all this was gwine on, he run round to Br'er Bar's house, and holler and tell him which there was somebody destroyin' his persimmons. And Br'er Bar, he hustle off fur to catch him. Every now and then, Br'er Possum think he hear Br'er Bar comin'. But he keep on saying, says he, I'll just get one persimmon more, and then I'll go. One persimmon more, and then I'll go. Last, he hear Br'er Bar comin' round, sure enough, which was the same old tune. One persimmon more, and then I'll go. And just about that time, Br'er Bar busted into the patch, and give the tree a shake. And Br'er Possum, he drapped out longer de other ripe persimmons, and time he touched the ground, he get his foots together, and he lit out fur the fence, same as a racehorse. Crossed that patch him, and Br'er Bar had it. 
and Brer Bar gin every jump. Twill time Brer Possum make the fence, Brer Bar grab him by the tail. Brer Possum, he went out tween the rails and gin a powerful chuck and pull his tail out twixt Brer Bar's tushes. And lo and behold, Brer Bar holds so tight, Brer Possum pulls so hard, that all the har come off in Brer Bar's mouth, which, if Brer Rabbit hadn't happened up with a gut of water, Brer Bar got to strangle. From that day to this, said Uncle Remus, knocking the ashes carefully out of his pipe, Brer Possum ain't had no har on his tail, and neither do his chillins. End of tale.